A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. It's game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Jeff Collins Show. Breaks a tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Jeff Collins and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football. Runs it right. Slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. On the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Wednesday evening to you. Great to have you with us for another edition of the Jeff Collins Radio Show statewide tonight in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports ahead of another big Saturday on the flats as your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets take on the number 20 Ole Miss Rebels. We know the bowl history these programs share. It'll be the first regular season meeting between these programs since 1946, and we can't wait to see it. Bobby Dodd for Tomis Leather this Saturday. But, of course, before that, we will talk Georgia Tech football for the next hour with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. Your questions welcome, as always, on Twitter. Just hit me up at Andy Demetra over the next hour as we are live tonight from New Realm Brewing Company right on the Beltline and the home of New Realm, Hello Vienna Lager. And I'm sure you were toasting your Hello Vienna Lagers accordingly on Saturday night after watching Georgia Tech beat Western Carolina 35-17. And on that, let's welcome in head coach himself, Jeff Collins. Coach, how are you? Doing great, Andy. Uh, 35-17, back to work on Monday. But what would you like from your team's performance against the Catamounts, and what have you honed in on this week? Yeah, I thought we played clean football for the most part. Uh, that was a big emphasis going into the game. And, uh, you know, went out there and competed on a short week uh, after playing a very physical game that Monday night against number four ranked Clemson. Um, but just excited, another full week of work. And I uh, thought the guys have responded and handled it well. Uh, you know, once you turn on the tape on Ole Miss, you can it gets your attention very quickly. Very talented team, very well coached team. Uh, so we understand the challenge coming up and uh, just excited about the week of work our guys have put in. As a team win, but there were some individual standouts. Sure. Let's begin with Dante Smith, his new career high, 102 rushing yards, also had three touchdowns. First time a Georgia Tech running back had 100 yards, three touchdowns in a game since 2014. Wow. How did that typify a Dante Smith-type game? Yeah, just just been really proud of him. Uh, the way he's matured and developed within our program uh, has become one of the leaders of the program. And uh, just the hard work that he's put in and still the credit that he gives to the offensive line that did a really nice job Saturday night. And then Jeff Sims, our quarterback, getting us into the right run plays uh, as well. But just, just really proud of Dante. And we've got Mike Daniels joining us yeah. on the show tonight. Your running back gets three touchdowns and 100 yards. You get to be on the show, so proud that he's here. Excited for the fans to uh, listen to Mike. And we will visit with Coach Daniels in the second half hour, the dean of RBI, the running back <laughs> institute, Mike Daniels, in the second half hour. Looking forward to talking with him. Like you had alluded to, Dante did not do it alone. Right. Offensive line helped pave the way for 243 rushing yards. They didn't allow a sack. 
Didn't have a pre-snap penalty. I'm sure that was much more the type of performance you knew your O-line had in them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know Coach Key really uh, really harped on those, thi- those things throughout the week and, uh, you know, wanted to make sure we played a clean game, a physical game executed at a high level. And, uh, you know, there's still the challenges this week with their multiple fronts, uh, you know, uh, the three three five thing they do that's really they got really good players doing it very multiple some exotic looks that coach key and the and the guys got to be ready for and uh so the the work is still to be done until saturday at 3 30 and we'll break down the Ole Miss rebels a little later on in the first half hour uh, game was not without its adversity saturday sure. had to shake off a couple early touchdowns but what did the defense do nicely to settle down after that well i mean the big thing the, the early on just some uh, you know, some pass rush lanes. We knew that quarterback was very talented, could run around. And uh, when you don't hit your pass rush lanes, go to the upfield shoulder of the quarterback. He's athletic enough to make plays with his feet. Uh, had a busted coverage early uh, with one of our underneath defenders. And, uh, you know, that set up some things. We got those things cleaned up uh, very quickly. And uh, they responded with the last 50-some-odd minutes, uh, only allowing three points and uh, playing at a high level. You had to play that first half without Charlie Thomas, who was still serving his penance for the targeting penalty. But I would say Charlie made up for lost time (laughs) in that second half. Eight tackles, two tackles for loss, a sack, and he threw in an interception for good measure. I was looking through sports reference, and since 2000, no Georgia Tech player has ever had eight tackles, two TFLs, a sack, and an interception in a game. Charlie did that in one half. <laughs> You've coached some really talented sure. linebackers. You were a linebacker yourself. Right. What is it in Charlie's skill set that makes him stand out from, from other linebackers? I mean, he, he's just very explosive, very dynamic. He's a playmaker. Uh, but the thing that I'm so proud of is just the development of Charlie Thomas as a person uh, over the last three years. Um, he's one of the leaders in the program, just his attitude, his mindset. He's created and developed a great process uh, for himself during game week and uh, just really proud of how he handled that adversity, was a great teammate the entire week, even though he knew he wasn't going to play in the first half, really helped Trenelius Tatum come out and play well mm-hmm. in that first half and just uh, – you know, just can't be more proud of who Charlie Thomas is as a person, more so than how great of a player he is. Could, could you sense in that first half that Charlie was just itching to bust <laughs> loose? I'm sure it was all over his body language. He was, but he was being a great team out, teammate the entire time. And want to give a credit to our strength and conditioning uh, uh, staff. Did a great job having a plan ready for Charlie right when uh, the half ended, getting him ready uh, to go out and play the second half, and Charlie followed it and came out and played lights out. Yeah, it's not like he just strolled out of the field sure. and w- was off to the races. Uh, Ace Healy earned the team's defensive yep. player of the game honor. Another day where he leads the team in tackles. Another game where he recovers a fumble. What made Ace deserving of that w- of that award? I mean, he, Ace is just a pro's pro. Just the way he goes about his business. Uh, very serious. Great leader. Um, you know, just handles the game planning piece and the preparation piece at a high level. He's a great player on top of that, a great athlete, but just his intangibles uh, that are AC are just off the charts. So just uh, excited about him as one of the leaders of our, our team and our uh, defense. You said after the game it was your priority to establish the run, and you clearly yep. did that with 243 sure. rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns. That may have muted some of Jeff Sims's effectiveness. Sure. He was 8 of 17, 100 yards. An interception, maybe not the stat line he he, right. he thought he was capable of, but like you said, he helped check into the right run yep. plays. What was the message to Jeff coming out of that Western Carolina game? Yeah, well, he was the first one in the building Sunday morning. Uh, he watched the film by himself with Coach Winky early 
Um, just he wants to be so great. He's so driven uh, to make an impact and be a great teammate as well as a great player. And uh, he just wants to make an impact however that may be and uh, wants to get better every single day, every single practice, after every single game. And when you have somebody as talented as Jeff with that mindset and that work ethic, you, you got a chance. So I'm just excited to see uh, the performance that he puts together on Saturday. Yeah, facing an Ole Miss team that's only allowed 13 points in his first two games of the season. Jeff, of course, he's immersed himself in Chip yep. Long's system since the offseason. Is he still, in a sense, uh, acclimating himself to it? Because there's only so much you can master on a whiteboard, in a film room, sure. in the spring, in the preseason. You have to experience that system when you're facing another team live with a scoreboard. Right. Is that, that part of the process, too? It is, but I mean, if we look back to... You know, Monday night against Clemson, I thought Jeff made some great throws, mm -hmm. made some great reads, um, some key clutch throws. And, uh, you know, and again, I think his stat line was really good on Monday night. I think it even would have been better with some key catches in some key situations as well. And, uh, you know, so I just the sky's the limit for Jeff. Uh, but he knows he's got a lot of work to do like we all do uh, to be able to play at a high level. He did spread it around, though, eight completions. They went to seven different receivers. Only one jacket had multiple receptions, so he's certainly distributing it well. In Tech's 35-17 win over Western Carolina, it sets the table for this Saturday, Tom Leather at 3.30 as your Jackets take on the number 20 Ole Miss Rebels. We'll take our first time out again. If you have a question for Coach Collins or running backs Coach Mike Daniels tonight, you can always shoot me a text at Andy Demetra. We are just getting started. Stay with us live from New Realm Brewing Company tonight on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Is this your Falcons tailgate party? Yeah, who are you? Your tailgate coach. Huh? You see this Falcon scratcher? Uh-huh. You need to scratch one. You went big on this scratch and those puny little hamburgers? They're not that puny. Well, give way to lobster tails and lamb shanks. Or a hickory smoked pig. I like pigs. We all like pigs. And flank steak. Show me some flank steak, son. I got nachos. No, no on the nachos. Fuel your fandom. Play the Atlanta Falcon scratcher from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Here comes the rambling wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. 
But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. And the Jeff Collins Show is presented by Coca-Cola fans. There's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. Our live edition of the Jeff Collins Show from New Realm Brewing Company on the east side belt line. New Realm Brewing, by the way, New official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. They just rolled out their special Georgia Tech Hello Vienna Lager. Those flew off the shelves in the concession lines at Bobby Dodd Stadium. And by the way, big shout out to Jeff Trisbiak, the general manager here at New Round, because his staff was hard at work making sure that for tonight, for our live edition of the Jeff Collins Show, they had Hello Vienna Lager available on draft. And so all the more reason to come out to New Round Brewing Company among your fellow Yellow Jackets. You can enjoy that Hello Vienna Lager on draft. And I know it tasted even better after you guys beat Western Carolina this past Saturday. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all sometimes the salesmanship you need there you is go. a good uh, dub in the win column. Uh, let's get back to that game versus Western Carolina. And if you have a question for Coach Collins or running backs Coach Mike Daniels tonight, you can tweet me at Andy Demetra. I know you caught a lot of fans' attention with that flex bone formation you rolled out there in the second half where you had Hassan Hall, Dylan McDuffie, Dante Smith yep. all on the field at the same time. Uh, has this always been a part of Chip's playbook? What was the impetus for bringing it out at that moment? Yeah, just a, a bunch of wing T concepts that we have with it. And, uh, you know, they're very multiple with what we do out of it. And uh, there's still some wrinkles that we haven't shown yet. Uh, our defense got to see them throughout the preseason. And, uh, you know, a very complicated, complex thing, but, you know, good players doing it. So uh, that'll be a, a thing that we continue to do moving forward. And it led to Dylan McDuffie's first yep. touchdown as the Yellow Jacket. Always good to see. Nate McCollum had a touchdown as well on a reverse, 40 yards out. They turned Nate loose a couple of times yep. against the Catamounts. Also had two punt returns for a total of 43 yards. Where has he made his biggest strides as a wide receiver since last season? Yeah, just, I mean, just, you know, finding ways to get him the ball. Obviously, as a punt returner uh, and in the slot, he can do so many things as a receiver and as a runner. And, uh, you know, one of the cool things is Jeff Sims had one of the key blocks on that reverse uh, for a touchdown. Another young man that's uh, come in pierce quick uh, had, had a critical block on that reverse as well. Uh, but Nate is a dynamic player. Um, but he's such a hard worker, such a great guy in the locker room that the, the team just naturally vibes with. And uh, just excited to continue to see him 
uh, grow and develop within our program. Hey, he'll be our pregame guest this Saturday on our uh, broadcast of Georgia Tech football. You got any other good stories of Nate McCollum? I know he was part of your first full recruiting class sure. at Tech. Well, one of, one of my favorite things is when we went to watch him play, obviously we knew what a dynamic player Nate was, what a competitor he was. Uh, but one of my favorite moments is uh, he was the kickoff returner, and him, me and Larry Knight were there watching him. And they made the mistake of kicking to him early, and he made them pay. And then they did a sky kick away from him. And from the returner position, he flew across the field to get a key block to spring his buddy loose. And that kind of effort, that kind of grit determination uh, it just sold me on him. And every day that he's been with us, it's been that way. And he's such a hard worker, such a great guy. And it just deserves all the success that he's able to get. So the kick return was nice, but what really clinched it for yep. you was the block that he laid on the ensuing 100%. sky kick. How about that? Yep. Very cool. Uh, Trenelius Tatum got uh, the start alongside yep. Ace Ely. I know you had moved Ace to Charlie's spot sure. and then had uh, Trenelius Tatum get the start at middle linebacker. Yep. Sometimes you learn by doing, and there is no better teacher than that. <laughs> what can Trenelius Tatum learn from what he experienced sure. on Saturday? I, well, I mean, one of my favorite moments of the entire game was the very last play of the game. Uh, they check down and run the ball, and Trenelius plays as hard as he can on every single play. And in that moment, the game was clinched, and he goes flying across the field and makes a roll tackle. And just those kind of moments are special in his development. Every single play matters how you play, how you attack, and how you run to the football. And that's who he is, and that's who Ace is, that's who Charlie is, Demetrius Knight. Taylor McCauley is a very special linebacker core with the way they work, the way they complement each other, and with how hard they play. He's been part of a rush defense that's been stout through the first two games. You're right. allowing less than three yards to carry. What have you liked of your rush defense these opening two games? Well, I, I think it starts up front. Larry Knight and David Turner have done a really nice job. Fundamentals technique uh, with our defensive line. Um, we've been able to recruit and develop some really good players up front and uh, just the techniques and schemes that they're utilizing uh, and how well coached they are and how acceptance of the coaching and the, they go and apply it and play physical, play tough, play sound run defense. Uh, it's been it's been a pleasure to watch. Now we got our hands cut out for us on Saturday um, with all this tempo and all the multiple formations and multiple plays, uh, but been really pleased with how the front four has played thus far. And, and that might surprise some folks because if they know even generally of Ole Miss, they think you know fast tempo and, and Lane Kiffin has the reputation as being an aerial guy offensively, sure. but. They were 11th in the nation last year in rush yep. offense. They come into Saturday 11th in the nation, albeit yep. through two games. How, how do they like to, to spring their running backs? Yeah, I mean, they, they've got really good players. They've got a big physical offensive line. Uh, it is a run game uh, that has RPOs op options off of it at every single level, at every single part of the, of the attack. Um, but really good players at the running back position and a big physical offensive line. And then they do a lot of eye candy uh, to, to, you know, misfit gaps and get out of gaps and those kind of things. Uh, so we've got to have our eye discipline and gap sound uh, defense and then play really, really hard. Was uh, Western Carolina big eye candy offense? They were. They were. They, and they did a nice job with it. But, the, I mean, the biggest thing was that when plays broke down, uh, their quarterback was able yeah. to move around in the pocket as well. And the two quarterbacks that played that we're going to face on Saturday have that part of their game as well. Yeah, they're still uh, keeping it a – Closely guarded secret who may start a quarterback sure. for them on Saturday, whether it's Jackson Dart or Luke Altmyer, who I understand 
His dad was the, uh, still is the team orthopedic surgeon for Mississippi State football. So you okay. probably knew Luke Altmaier when he was about yay high. Right, absolutely. How about that? Yep. And and the the quarterback who came in for Western Carolina in the second half, you also knew him because he was the son of the wide receivers coach at Mississippi State when you were the DC. Yeah, there. I've known I've known uh, him since he was a little kid, and uh, Billy Gonzalez, close friend of mine, yeah, uh, is now the receivers coach at Florida Atlantic, and uh, so ju- just uh, you know. Really proud of him. He's probably Pop Warner the last time you saw some of these guys, and here they are. You're trying to to, to scheme against them. Uh, Have you been pleased with the way the defensive secondary has gelled so far this season? We've seen some standouts. Amari Walton has been solid. Miles Sims, Derek Allen both got their first career interceptions. I know you praised the play of K.J. Wallace. This was a unit that had to replace three or four starters. How have you liked the way they've coalesced in the early going? Yeah, I've been really pleased with how Coach Tillman has put that group together, uh, guiding them playing collectively as a unit and uh, the communication on the back end. And it starts with Jalen King, uh, one of the most sound fundamentally and communicative DBs I've ever been around. Uh, It's like having a coach on the field, but he's also a really, really, really good player. And then the addition of K.J. Wallace at the nickel has been really positive for us. Um, He's another one that knows all the details, all the splits, all the coverage adjustments, and there's just – uh, a clarity in communication and trust level uh, that's really, really good. And then you just watch the game. I know there were some times that we should have had some sacks and we'll work on those things for attention to detail, upfield, show the quarterback and those things. But the initial coverage uh, all throughout the night, the last two games, has been something to really build upon. And uh, obviously, again, we got our work cut out for us on Saturday and uh, we'll continue to work until we get uh, toe meets leather at 3.30. Really quick before we hit a break, how fun is it to watch a guy get his first career interception? Yeah, absolutely. You can see that smile clear through the face mask, can't you? Yeah, it's wonderful. And Miles and Derek both recorded their first as a Yellow Jacket as part of that win over Western Carolina. See what the Jacket defense has in store for Ole Miss this Saturday. We'll see you at Bobby Don 330 toe meets leather. We'll get some final thoughts from head coach Jeff Collins in just a moment. Second half hour, we'll be joined by Mike Daniels, Georgia Tech running backs coach. Stay with us on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Here's to the fans who show up for the game, finding their spot, staking their claim, towing the trailers, hauling the gear, a tradition of tailgating that happens each year. And here's to the truck they drive, the Ford F-150 truck. Power your tailgate like never before with an available ProPower onboard generator. For great offers, see your local Ford dealer today. Not all models, trims, or features may be available. Contact your dealer for more information. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Hi, this is Chipper Jones. If you're planning a home or business renovation, turn to the guys I trust, Southeastern Reconstruction. They are the fastest growing roofing and restoration company in the Southeast. Why? Because they provide superior craftsmanship and pay special attention to every detail. Southeastern Reconstruction. Call them today for your free consultation. 833-SE-RECON. That's 833-SE-RECON. Or visit them online at serecon.com. 
Ever wonder how much pepperoni is too much? <laughs> Me neither. But if there is a limit, Marco's Pepperoni Magnifico pushes it. It's loaded with classic and crispy old world pepperoni, those three fresh melty signature cheeses, and savory Romajon seasoning. Right now, a large is just $9.99. So I'm gonna push my limit on how much pizza I can eat in one sitting. Marco's, pizza lovers, get it. Limited time only, participation may vary. Additional restrictions may apply while supplies last. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Wrapping up with head coach Jeff Collins and then second half hour, we'll be joined by warning backs coach Mike Daniels. Glad to have with you with us tonight here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports as we are broadcasting live once again from New Realm Brewing Company, official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics here on the east side. Beltline. So facing Ole Miss, first time these teams have met since the Music City Bowl 2013. Did you know Cade Long, your long snapper, his mom was a golfer at Ole Miss? I did not you know did that. not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You came here, and I'm a font of information well, for you. Yeah, you that can... will be addressed first thing in the morning. Uh, and also, uh, Cade's mom's dad, so his grandfather, he was an All-American football player at UT Chattanooga. How about that? Yeah. And his hey, grandfather's kid. nickname was Nubby at <laughs> okay. UT Chattanooga. Yeah. This With a the, nickname the... like Nubby, you know he's going into the <laughs> Hall of Fame for something. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, a little sneak preview of what you'll hear on the Ramblin' Red kickoff show on Saturday. 1.30 airtime, 3.30 Tom Weiss Leather, your jackets and the Ole Miss Rebels. And let's talk a little bit more about number 20 Ole Miss. They beat Troy opening weekend. They beat Central Arkansas last Saturday. They're a team that plays at a famously fast tempo, yep. fourth in the nation last year in plays per game. What are the priorities defensively for, for taming that tempo? Yeah, absolutely. Just get lined up, get your eyes on your keys, get the call, communicate at a high level because uh, that's where you see the, the them hitting a lot of explosive plays. A lot of times the guys aren't lined up looking at what they're supposed to be looking at. Then you add in they've got really good players uh, across the board. So, um, you know, getting having the poise and the communication skills to make sure we are sound fundamentally and play really, really fast to match it. Is that where you take some comfort in knowing you got a guy like A. Sealy in the middle of the linebacker right. core? You got somebody in Jalen King whom you praised often sure. for just his soundness in the back four? Yeah, absolutely. And I, the, the hardest thing to replicate is just the speed in practice. 
I think our developmental offense has really worked really hard to give us a great look. Uh, we've done some tempo sessions against our offense as well. Um, but just once you get into real time, that's when it really, uh, you know, lets you see, you know, the, the what you're up against. So we've got to be ready for it. We've got to be prepared for it and because they're really, really fast. You want to get off the field on third down, but yep. Ole Miss also attempted the most fourth down conversions in the nation yep. last year. Does that change the, the thinking, the outlook, yep. the approach uh, as a defensive coach? Yep. Absolutely. So the, the, on Wednesdays are our big situational days at practice. We do red zone, we do third downs, all of those things. Uh, well, we split up those 20 plays of third down situations today in a third down period because those are really normal downs mm -hmm. uh, to a certain extent depending on where they are on the field and a fourth down period because uh, a lot of times third and eight for a lot of teams – you do get a heavy pass emphasis with them. Third and eight could be a normal down run because they know they're just trying to get a shorter uh, fourth down because they know they're going to go for it. So all of those things uh, we've stressed to our guys, just understanding uh, the mindset, the mentality of the opponent that we're going against, and uh, they're very effective at it, and uh, they, they do a nice job. I read that they went at Ford on fourth and three plus 30 times yep. last year, so they are not shy in going with the analytics. You yep. said their defense is 3-3-5. I've seen it described elsewhere as almost like a 3-2-6 where yep. they played two cornerbacks, three safeties, and a nickel. Uh, yep. Give us a, sort of a thumbnail of the Rebels' defense. Yeah, I mean, very, very multiple. Um, they've got tremendous speed uh, all across the field, and uh, just the way they move and shift in disguise coverage at a very high level. Um, we've been trying, working hard to replicate it. Again, it's hard to replicate throughout the week, you know, but we're, we're doing our best to make sure the guys get to the looks that they're going to see and uh, we understand the challenge that we've got going up against us. Well, you got a full week to prepare yep. and you got a win to give you a little tailwind heading into the week. We look forward to seeing you at Bobby Dodd Stadium 3.30 on Saturday. Coach, Absolutely. that'll wrap up your portion of the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Andy. Head Coach Jeff Connells will turn things over to running backs coach Mike Daniels. Introduce him to you all. And your questions for him, welcome as well. Just tweet me at Andy Demetra. That'll come on the other side of this break on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Glory isn't given. It takes hard work. It takes hustle. Only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir. He dives for the end zone and he gets in! When we rally the swarm, we become something much bigger than any single one of us. A program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up, digging deep, bouncing back, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Touchdown, Jackets! For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrec.com. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Honko Chicken is your answer. 
You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. no better source on Georgia Tech football than the head coach himself. This is the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. We are live tonight from New Round Brewing Company on the East Side Beltline in Atlanta. A live edition of the Jeff Collins Radio Show as we get you set for Georgia Tech and number 20 Ole Miss this Saturday at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Fast rising, well regarded. Two phrases that have never been used on me, but they have certainly been used on our next guest because Football Scoop described him as that and happened to have him on the Georgia Tech football staff his first season as the dean of RBI, Running Backs Institute, Running Backs Coach for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Mike Daniels. Coach, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, and it's uh, a pleasure to be here. And Thank you for having on. You know, we always got to visit with you when your position group gains 243 rushing yards against Western Carolina. What do you like about your guys' day? Well, um, I think um, to be able to spread it out and just, you know, look at the, the yards per carry, it was, it was pretty good. And, and we also have to include Jeff. Um, Sims in, yep. that, in that number as well, and, and also Nate McCullen um, in, in regards to that that number. But um, we we pride ourselves on running the football, and you have to run to win the football games. Uh, you, you have worked now with Dante Smith, and sometimes fans only see the end result; they see the three touchdowns, but and they see the the explosiveness and the breakaway speed from Dante on those runs. But working with him day in and day out, what is the the, the part of Dante Smith's game as a running back? that you think goes the most underappreciated, that you see that maybe fans who just, like we said, watch the end product don't get a full sense of? So I'm going to give you two things. The okay. first thing I'm going to say is he's an amazing human being. And, and, and when, you, when you do things the right way, you were raised the right way, it makes you operate in a certain fashion um, that is special to people, and it takes liking to people. The second thing, his lower body half is, is elite. Um, the strength, the power, the balance – and, um, and, and so when you get into live moments and the ability to break tackles, again, 
He's, he's got a special skill set that, um, that I've enjoyed. Like we said earlier, 102 rushing yards, three touchdowns against Western Carolina. Jeff Sims last year rushed for 100-plus, had three-plus rushing touchdowns versus North Carolina. But the last time a Georgia Tech running back hit those benchmarks in a game at Bobby Dodd Stadium was back in 2010. So Dante uh, with a milestone stretching past a decade this past Saturday. I'm curious, what was your message to the running backs after the Clemson game, it was a short turnaround. You want to make sure that whatever collective performance they had wouldn't linger in their psyche against Western Carolina. Clearly, that was not the case. But what did you address, and, and how did you address them after that first game? Well, the first thing I, I tell them is, A, um, the Clemson game is not the Super Bowl, right? There's, there's 12 games that you guaranteed to play. And so it's a long football season, especially when it comes to the game and it, it becomes the position of running back. It's a physical game, the most physical position on the field in my opinion um, because of the 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 pain the 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 contact that you take and so I tell them hey stay the course stay focused move forward and and understand that this is a long season keep playing and um and you'll have success because you're talented young people and you got five rushing touchdowns to show for it against Western Carolina I remember talking with coach Collins it might have been late July before camp started and he said the running backs room has great camaraderie. Yep. As a position coach, you can't force camaraderie. But what have you seen of the way the personalities have matched? You brought in two upperclassmen transfers. You have some true freshmen in the running backs room as well. How have you seen those guys come together as a group? Obviously, uh, Coach Collins and the staff have, have done a great job of recruiting the right type of guys, the RBIs, right, the, the right, right type of people. And so when you recruit the right type of people and you love on them the right way and you keep the main thing the main thing and, you, and you're spirited by um, the most high and you, and, and you pour that into a room, that's what you get. And so when you start thinking about intentional um, ability to grow young people and grow them together and understand that, hey, we're, we're a singular uh, backfield, mm -hmm. right, you know, it's only one running back most of the time. But also, hey, we're unit and we're together and we're brotherhood. That uh, allows a team to uh, push forward further than they would on their own. One of the newcomers in the Georgia Tech backfield is by no means a newcomer to you, and that's Dylan McDuffie, like you. He was at Buffalo. You were his position coach at UB. I think you came down here first, and then uh, he decided to, to come link up with you again. How thrilled were you that he wanted uh, to, to, to show an interest in Georgia Tech and wanted to ultimately come down here and continue his education and his, his football career with you? Absolutely. I was thrilled because, A, a you know, the type of kid he is, the type of young man he is, he was raised at a high level. And, and so and you take that as a talented young man. Um, he's a, a pro in his operation. And then um, he, he's a kid that had production in college football. And so for me, uh, being able to bring him down was, was amazing. Again, I'm thrilled with my room. I think I got three guys who are um, highly productive, highly human being, highly um, successful at, at what they do. And so, um, and, and the beauty of it is they have three different skill sets. Yeah. So I'm excited about them. Again, I'm, um, we're going to need every ounce of each one of them, and so I'm excited for them. And it's cool to see all three of them on the field at the same time in that package in the second half. Fans are just getting to know about Dylan McDuffie, but what can you tell us about Dylan the player? What can you tell us about uh, Dylan the person? Dylan, Dylan the, the person, I'm going to start there. Um, he was raised um, the right way um, with, with discipline and structure and a humbleness to his heart. He had three uncles who played at UB, right? 
three uncles, and then he's got cousins who are currently NFL yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. So Isaiah it, McDuffie, you played at BC, right? Yep, yep. yep. And so, so you, you're dealing with a kid who that football is, is extremely important. It's his world, and, and um, he's done it the right way, and it's done with toughness and hard work. He's got that buffalo in him, doesn't he? He does, he does, he okay. does, he does. As long as he knows that the best wings are in Atlanta and not in Buffalo. <laughs> we don't want to create any incidents here. No comment. Okay, I understand <laughs> that. I, very diplomatic. Mike Daniels, running backs coach, joining us here on the Jeff Collins Show. Another one of your newcomers is a guy who's native to Atlanta, and Hassan Hall, who played his first three years at Louisville. In what ways can Hassan's versatility make him a mismatch and make him a fun player to scheme around? So Hassan has a skill set that is hard to find. He's fast, fast. And so he's, a, he, he's got some ability to do some things um, in the open field and, and, and with the specialty of plays, he catches the football extremely well. And he's got, he's got some toughness that's built into him. And so we're ex excited to have him. I mean, again, I go back to the production of the, of the human, and he's had a productive career, and, and we're excited to have him. Like I said, I have three really good ones, and, and so you start thinking about Dante's, who's got a, a blend of them both. Uh, Dylan is kind of a power, overachiever, powerful guy who, who can do some things, and Hassan has got real speed. And so um, it's our job, me, myself as the, as the position coach, and then Coach Chip Long to find ways to um, exploit those talents. You know, it's interesting when you're recruiting wide receivers. You, you want the, the shifty, speedy slot receiver. You want the big outside guy who can high point balls. You want guys who are just pure speed who can get behind a defense. But then you think of certain position groups where, for right or wrong, you might expect that you want a very similar profile in each guy you recruit to that position. From talking to you, it seems it's as important that you're recruiting a good blend of players, yep. that not all running backs are going to be the same, nor do you want them all to be the same to be effective. Well, at the running back position, whether college or pro, there's different ways to skin the cat. You mm -hmm. look at Alvin Kamara versus, you know, uh, someone of a bigger stature. And so you, you're able to um, have success both ways. And I think for us, for me, I recruit the, the right type of guy first, um, and then the talent will take care of itself. And so um, just trying to find that blend because I think um, – being able to maximize the position comes with, with guys who's got good stuff in their heart. And you had a three-headed monster in the backfield of Buffalo last year. You spent the 2021 season at UB before coming down to Georgia Tech. Prior to that, though, you were the head coach at Princeton High School in suburban Cincinnati from 2017 to 2020, so it's not that long ago that you were coaching on Friday nights as opposed to Saturdays. What, what persuaded you to get back to the college level? We'll talk about some of your other collegiate stops a little later on, but you know, to, to be the head coach at Princeton High School and then ultimately to get back into the college ranks, what, what prompted that? So I think for me, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man of faith and I don't, I don't shy away from that. And so I think, I think that through prayer and through um, the family talks, it was time to move on. I have a son that I, I coached at Princeton and so he moved on to Ohio State. And, and so I think it was time for, for me to move on. I, I was excited. I thought uh, my future was in college football. And so I think for me it was just it was a feeling. It was a time. And as a family, it was the decision that was made for us to move forward. So as a broadcaster, I study media guides. I study bios as part of the job. And, and I, I don't have any like, empirical data to support this, but it just seems anecdotally the number of coaches – at the collegiate level, the ACC level, we've spent multiple years coaching in the high school ranks. It seems to be 
diminishing. Again, that, that might be true, that might not be, but I'm just curious, Mike, what you gain the most from working in the high school level that's prepared you to coach now at the college level again? So two things. The first thing it made me was a better assistant. It understands that the, the things that come across your desk as the head coach, um, the decision that you make, it made me understand, hey, Coach Collins may be dealing with a situation that I don't have all the information about it. So, um, A, understand and support. And, and so for me, I'm a better assistant because I was the head man and it came across my desk and I respect that position so much because at the end of the day, you deal with so much that come across your desk. And so, and then the second thing, it also made me understand what the kids deal with, how they grow up, mm-hmm. how the, the parents, the situations, um, the stress, the, the anxieties that they have, the, the learning disabilities that they may, they may have, or, or the things that they may go through from a high school standpoint, being in that space allowed me to understand the human and allowed me to understand what the head coach deals with on a daily being in that space. Oh, because these guys aren't that far removed from being in high school themselves. That's right. Have you tried to convince your coaches that chili goes on spaghetti, by the way? <laughs> Is that a losing battle down here or it's, what? It, it, either you love it or you don't, but I tell you, it's great stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> if there was any doubt that, that this man is from Cincinnati, now you know. Mike Daniels joining us here, running backs coach for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets here on the Jeff Collins Radio Show. We've got about 15 more minutes left in the program. If you have a question for us, just go ahead and hit me up on Twitter at Andy Demetra, uh, what else pleased you about that performance versus Western Carolina? It was interesting that Dylan, Dante, Hassan had nine catches combined between them against Clemson. Yep. But catching out of the backfield wasn't really part of the, the game plan versus Western Carolina. You, you performed the inquest of how your running backs perform versus Western Carolina. What also jumped out? I, th- I think the explosive plays, the ability to make the first uh, first guy miss was something that was important to me. And then you look at the – so Hassan had three returns, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at Dylan, he had some – you know, we had the three-headed monster package, and, and he was able to get um, an explosive play there. And then you look at Dante, was able to kind of do some things himself. And so Dylan had a, a touchdown, and then Dante had three touchdowns. And so you look at – you know, it was multiple and was very strategic in being able to allow all of them to kind of touch the football and kind of get things rolling. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a it's a, you look at game one, it was kind of in a pass game a little bit. And in game two, we were they all had at least six carries. And so um, I think it's just kind of finding the, the, mm-hmm. the, the sweet spot and, and being able to utilize their their abilities is uh, something that we're excited about. Well, I, whether they found the sweet spot or not, we know they found the end zone. That was always <laughs> good to see. We'll take another break here with uh, assistant, with uh, running backs coach Mike Daniels here. Stay with us. It's the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Is this your Falcons tailgate party? Yeah? Who are you? Your tailgate coach. Huh? You see this Falcon scratcher? Uh Uh-huh. You need to scratch one. You went big on this scratcher and those puny little hamburgers? They're not that puny. Well, give way to lobster tails and lamb shanks. Or a hickory smoked pig. I like pigs. We all like pigs. And flank steak. Show me some flank steak, son. I got nachos. No, no on the nachos. Fuel your fandom. Play the Atlanta Falcon scratcher from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. 
expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Attention plumbers, pipe fitters, and HVACR technicians in Atlanta. If you're not making over $51 an hour total package, this message is for you. The United Association of Plumbers, Pipe Fitters, and HVACR Technicians Local 72 has immediate opportunities in Metro Atlanta. Top-level pay, excellent benefits in retirement, long-term projects, and safe working conditions. Contractors are hiring right now. Call 404-373-5778 or visit UA72.org and click Join Us. Everybody has a jillion things going on these days, so at Apartments.com, we help you stay on top of your apartment search with powerful tools like saved searches and instant alerts. Alert. You just enter what you want. Alert. Like location, price, and amenities. Alerto. And Apartments.com will alert you as soon as those places become available. Alert. Here's your perfect place. Thanks, me. And you can customize your alerts somehow. I think I set mine to Mr. Snarky. You do hear me. Maybe I can change mine to British. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Back with you here from New Realm Brewing Company. We will be back at Bobby Dodd Stadium this Saturday for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and Ole Miss Rebels. Fifth all-time meeting between the Jackets and Rebels first since 2013. First time at Grant Field since 1946. Tommy's Leather at 3.30. We'll be on the air with our network pregame at 1.30. Joined this half hour by running backs coach Mike Daniels, first season on staff. And we touched on some of your previous coaching stuff. So I want to ask you as well about the time that you spent in 2020 with the Cincinnati Bengals. You were a part of the NFL's Bill Walsh Minority Coaching Fellowship Program. How, how valuable was that experience for you? I think um, immensely in regards to operation and just being able to see how it's done at, at, a, at a different level. And so I was extremely blessed to have the opportunity to participate and um, gain so much knowledge from a situational football standpoint to be able to utilize as I as I go through my journey. Were you a Bengals guy growing up? Absolutely. In Cincinnati? Absolutely. Okay. Willie you're, Anderson, you're... Chad Johnson, all the greats. And, and it's so funny, um, you know, now that that I'm here and, and my, my lovely uh, wife has a good relationship with Willie, Willie uh, Anderson. How about that? And so it's, it's, uh, he's a part of our family now. And so 
it, it's uh, I'm a Bengals guy. There you go. You're yeah. a Houday guy all the way. Very nice. Uh, you're not new to Atlanta in this sense. You were part of the Kennesaw State staff. You coached the wide receivers there from 2014 to 2016. So you were part of the first staff of that program. And so in 2014, you had a practice-only season. How difficult was that as a coach to not have that carrot of a game in front of your players? I mean, what kinds of challenges did that present for you as a coach? It was actually pretty amazing. Here's okay. why. Because the first thing we were able to do was we had a bunch of young guys and, and being able to, to literally mold them into the way we wanted. And so when you, as you start a program, literally you're ordering the type of footballs you want, the type of um, blocking machines that you want. And so the ability to take it from scratch without any pressure of winning or games or fans and all these things was, was, was actually pretty good. And so um, Coach Bohannon did a phenomenal job of, of creating an atmosphere to where we could just coach and coach hard with details and and so we had we had good fun, um, kind of harden those boys up, and uh, and then we were able to go out there and have success. I know how much stress, I know how much pressure is on coaches at the college level. Was there something in a, a perverse sense, kind of nice about not having a, a schedule that first fall? It, abso- it absolutely was because I think when when you're a coach, you're a teacher, yeah. And so the details and the structure of being able to teach exactly um, um, what you want to a young person and, and be detailed without the restrictions of time and, and the game coming up. And so it was, uh, it was phenomenal. Did the players get restless? They had to get restless. I'm sure they did, but they were too young to know or understand what was actually going on. And so it was, it was actually good. They were too young to understand, <laughs> no doubt about it. Now, speaking of young guys, uh, we haven't seen them yet, but I know you're excited about some of the young running backs in your room, Antonio Martin, Jamie Felix, both true freshmen, both State of Georgia kids. Break down their profile as running backs, what you like about their upside. So I think both of them have a chance. I, I think they're both for dudes. Um, obviously, Antonio was able to get with us this spring, and so he's a local guy, um, Langston Hughes, and so we are excited about his ability to – he's a downhill guy. He's a, he's a thick-body dude who can um, – has the ability to break tackles. And I think Jamie's gonna, he's kind of Dante-ish in, in regards to his style of running. And so um, a blend of uh, power and speed and an elusiveness. So those two young freshmen, um, again, they're really close. And um, again, that, that room is, is, is a dynamic, very close room. And so I think being able to have the ability to hold each other accountable talent and then um and then the coachability so i'm excited about the, the future uh when i was at preseason practice early last month i think antonio martin wins the wait he's a freshman uh, award yeah. for this season because physically yeah he, yeah he doesn't look like a a cattle youngster <laughs> in that backfield no he's he's he, again I, I i enjoy his antonio has a, a a sweet spirit but he's got a a mean streak mm-hmm. and he's got a physicality about him that that I'm extremely excited about. Can we go back to your glory days? University <laughs> of Cincinnati. I know you were a team captain with the Bearcats. You split some time between running back and wide receivers. Yep. You were coached by Mark D'Antonio for a time. Brian Kelly then after. So you were part of a, a gloried era uh, in Bearcat history. What was your favorite time of your experience at Cincinnati? Well, I think, it, I think it's all because I think I, I was able to sit through um, some of the tougher times earlier on. Rick, I started with Rick Minner and then oh, I yeah, saw wow. the – the program grow. D'Antonio came in and 
and kind of rebuilt it um, from ground up. And, and, I, and I saw Coach Kelly come in and, mm-hmm. and, and, and put the, the shingles on the wall and put the, put the windows in the, in, the, in the house frames. And so I think um, I saw it at a, at a rough time, and I saw it grow when I was between being a player all the way to a GA. Um, I mm-hmm. saw it at you know, some of the worst and, and best times. And so, were, um, were you more of a Dante Smith type runner at UC? Were you more of a Hassan Hall, more of a Dylan McDuffie? Break it down for us. Yeah, I was, I was more uh, Hassan and uh, Dalen Gordon. Okay. Uh, 33. So I was, I was in that space uh, in regards to what I did. And so uh, kind of elusive, pump returner, kickoff returner, mm-hmm. um, and third down guy. Got a favorite highlight you want to share? Well, I think I think my favorite highlight uh, was probably my freshman year um, in uh, Buccaneer Stadium. Uh, we had a little trick play. I ran, came in, kind of slid out and caught a touchdown as a true freshman. Um, it was a special time. Okay. Well, who's the opponent? Uh, South Florida. Okay. Yep, South Florida. Okay, so this is back in the Big East days. Back in the Big East days. Okay. Uh, actually, back in the Conference USA Ooh, days. Okay. Oh, that was, that was pre-Big East. Wow. That was about like six conference realignments ago. So what made it a trick play? Um, I think I think we, we, we sugar huddled, and, and then we had two running backs. I kind of lined up in a fullback and kind of motioned and then went to the flat. Okay, yeah, there you go. How, how long of a touchdown catch was this? It was a, actually in the red zone. It was, it was a short. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a short deal. Very nice. Yeah. As a true freshman As or red true freshman? True freshman. How about that? It was pretty special. And you were chasing that feeling the, re- the <laughs> remainder of your career, wasn't correct, it? Correct, correct. Uh, was working with Rick Minner and, and Mark D'Antonio, how influential were they in helping uh, sort of guide you to a uh, career in coaching? Well, I am a, I'm big on relationships, and so those guys, each, each, each one had their own uh, way of, of influencing my, my thought process, my heart, and, and, and my view on what a coach is. And so um, there's still lessons that I take from each one of them um, as I use now, including the head coaches that I've been around. And so it's been, it's been um, you know, fun. I've had a um, phenomenal experience with different guys and some of the elite head coaches and um, football minds in, in, in this game. And so I've been blessed to, to have those opportunities. I still stay in touch with um, Jamal. And, um, and so I'm excited about uh, where I'm going and being able to utilize uh, former coaches and mentors to move forward. Well, I know your first college coaching gig was in Lorman, Mississippi, <laughs> Alcorn State University. You'll be facing the flagship school, the Rebels, this Saturday. Really quick, final 30 seconds, Coach. Keys to making an effective day for your backfield against Ole Miss. Run the football, take care of the football, and, and, and go be who we are. There you go. Couldn't say any better. Yeah. Coach Daniels, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, sir. Best of luck on Saturday. Folks, we'll see you Saturday at Bobby Dodd Stadium, Georgia Tech, and Ole Miss. 3.30, Tom Leather. Let's make it another successful Saturday on the Flats. That'll wrap up this week's edition of the Jeff Collins Show. For our entire crew, I'm Andy Demetrius saying so long. Thanks so much for listening on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. You've been listening to The Coach Jeff Collins Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? 
the power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Watches and whiskey. Do I have your attention? <laughs> this is Jonathan Geller at D. Geller & Son Jewelers, and we're celebrating summer and Father's Day with something we've never done before. This Saturday, we'll have Atlanta's biggest and best selection of new and pre-owned Swiss watches under each of our roofs. We're talking fan favorites like Tissot and Omega, showstoppers from Rolex, and it gets better. With help from Old Fourth Distillery, we're providing complimentary whiskey tastings while you browse. It's this Saturday, June 8th, in all three D. Geller & Son showrooms. Learn more at dgeller.com. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why.